What's going on, MS Gymmers? How you guys doing? Welcome to Motivation Monday. So I'm a little bit later today uh, because I had the opportunity uh, this morning my I went to go on a lunch date with a beautiful girl. <laughs> and, and I had to do it. I had to go see about a girl. So I was actually in the middle of working on some stuff this morning and uh, Misty had an appointment and she's like, hey, we should meet up for lunch. And I am not going to skip or miss the opportunity to, uh, to have lunch with my lovely bride. However, there was a point in our marriage where I probably would have said no, sadly. Um, there was a point in our marriage where I would have been like, I have to do this email and I've got to talk to Ken and I've got to do Motivation Monday and then I've got to, I've got to respond to the MOC and I've got to get into Kajabi and I've got to drive to Denver for this meeting tonight and I've got to be at the right place and I've got to be at the right time. Otherwise, I'm not going to get my stuff done and my whole day is going to be off and these people are waiting for me and da 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 like, I can't miss, I can't. You know Mondays are bad for me. Like, why do you even ask? Like, I hate to admit it, but honestly, like, that's how I used to be. Um, sadly, <laughs> I put my family second to work because I was so focused on providing and so focused on creating this business and so focused on serving clients and making money and, 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 and providing, like I said, that, but I, I thought it was a noble cause, but yet I was putting the people who I was doing it for second and I was making them feel as less of a priority than my job. So I admit that to you today because I had a really, really rough day yesterday. Like I, there was no, I mean, like I, I'll, I'll get into what the trigger was, but for all intents and purposes, there was no reason that I should have had a bad day yesterday. Like it was Sunday, we were hanging out, I got to sleep in, uh, just kind of hang out in bed in the morning, got to watch cartoons with my girls, have breakfast with them. We just got, got to kind of relax. And then Misty and I had actually set ourselves apart for the day so that we could organize our house and get things picked up because the past two or three months with Danny and the MS gym and getting the girls and all this kind of stuff has been crazy. So our house is kind of chaotic, right? So we made the commitment to sit down and, and organize it. And typically when we do cleaning stuff, my brain gets clear and I actually have a lot of reflection time. Well, I don't know, like I, I can tell you what happened is that uh, like they're like, like one thing in the morning happened that took my plans from what I was planning on doing yesterday, which was working on Motivation Monday for today and thinking about the emails that I had to write for today and getting some other stuff I had to do for this week done today. I, it just got sidetracked and it, it put me in a bad place. And what happened is that yesterday my mindset sucked and I felt completely, I felt like a little kid. I acted like a little kid. I was in my head, I wasn't outrightly like grumpy because I've done that in the past and I didn't like that. But in my head, I was throwing a temper tantrum. And in my head, I was allowing lies to manifest and I was allowing conversations to take residence in my head that shouldn't have been there. Things like you're falling behind in the MS gym. You're letting your people down. You're a bad leader because you're not in the MOC connecting with people. 
you haven't put enough stuff up in the free group. So what are you doing? You're, 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 not, you're not doing what you said you were going to do for people. You're, you're, you're not talking to your moderators. You're not talking to Ken. You're not, you're not getting enough emails out. You don't have enough programs. You're falling behind. You have this course coming up in December. And what are you doing like cleaning the house? You need to be working, dude. And it was just was this negative tailspin. And I ended up in a state of depression yesterday that I haven't felt in a long time. So when I got up today, like I, I went through a lot of reflection yesterday. I was very quiet. I was very introspective yesterday. Said a lot of prayers yesterday. Got my mind right and my heart right. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be a new day. So I woke up this morning, got up, got myself together, went to the gym. I had a really good workout. I felt good. I was like in my zone thinking about today, thinking about this message. I was doing my thing. I was like, you know, it's been, it snowed a lot here, so I had to clean off the cars and get the girls to school and get them their snow boots and get them their coats, and it was a whole bunch of stuff. And we actually got to school early, and I got them there on time, which typically doesn't happen, and I was proud of ourselves. I was like, nice! And then I was like, okay, so I have an opportunity. I can get this done and this done and this done and this done today. And then Misty said, why don't we do lunch? And based on how I was yesterday, and based on what I have going on today, Mondays are always crazy busy. The old me, the old mindset would have been like, babe, it's Monday. Like, I can't. Like, it sounds good, but I, I have so much to do. And if I don't get this done, I'm going to be here. Blah, 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 blah. And I would just honestly, like, Misty just wants to hang out with me. And I know that, that quality time is her love language. And so, therefore, I would, but I would still just give her this checklist of stuff that I had to do to justify and make myself appear busier so that she, so she, like, honestly, I'll be real. I'll be completely transparent. It's so that she couldn't come back and make me feel bad about it. That's the old me. But over the past few months, I've been doing a lot of work on my mind. I've been a lot of doing a lot of work on renewing my mind by strengthening my spirit, by seeking my heart, and by really prioritizing what's important in my life and realizing that honestly, I have all the time that I need to get done the things that I need to get done in a given day. I have all the time I need because I'm, I, I'm an influencer over my time. I'm an influencer over my priorities. I'm an influencer over saying yes to some things, yes to or no to others. I'm also an influencer of what thoughts go into my mind and how I perceive things and how I let things defeat me. So when Misty asked me to lunch today, I was like, yes, because Misty and I have been really busy. We haven't had a lot of time to hang out with each other. I, she is like, and I don't say this to be cliche. I, I, I say this and it sounds cliche, but it's the absolute, like, God is my witness proof. Like, Misty is my favorite person on the planet. She is legitimately the best friend I have ever had in my entire life. Because I haven't had a lot of friends. And I, I, whenever I do make friends with people, it's always because I, I can get them somewhere. My business can get them somewhere. My skill set can get them somewhere. I've had very few people in my life that I actually can call friends. And now because of you guys, I'm gaining more friends. But because of Misty, or, but Misty is my best friend on the planet, and she's my favorite person. So yes, I made her a priority today. So I say that to you guys because I want to show you that it takes work to transform your mindset. In my past, I used to be very controlling. I used to be all about control. 
All of, and, I, and it was driven by fear because I had a scarcity mindset. I never had enough time. I never had enough money. I never had enough clients. I never had enough education. I never had enough titles. I never had enough accomplishments. And it, it is all based on one emotion that I will go over here in a little bit. It is all driven by one emotion that I let literally plague my life up until literally like three or four, like, uh, I would say up until about six months ago. And we'll go over that. So the title of today's presentation is the MS, is MS Mind Games. We are going to be doing a series from now until the end of the year talking about the mind games that happen as, as we live on this planet and then how MS can actually make those better or worse. Oftentimes they're more challenging. Oftentimes MS takes emotion, the emotions of being a human being and experiencing life on this planet as hard as it is and it adds an extra burden, an extra anchor, an extra weight, an extra, extra source of anxiety and an extra challenge. That, that is why I call you guys my heroes. Because not only are you dealing with the, the, the demands of life, but you're doing it with a freaking 700 pound silverback gorilla on your back called MS. That some days he plays nice and lets you think you're actually making progress. And some days he's punching you in the back of the head, like growling in your ear being like, not today. So I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a minute, I wanna challenge you. So I'm gonna go through today's talk, but I need you to really take some time today to think and reflect and ask yourself probably some pretty hard questions that you may not have gone into about yourself. Because my project for us from now until the end of the year is to really start seeking out, much like we seek out the faulty movement patterns in our body, and then create neuroplastic change to create new neurologic, neuromuscular patterns to help you move again, the same thing can be done with mindset, with thought patterns, with behavior patterns, with the patterns of thinking in your mind that truly create who you are. And just like neuroplasticity can change the way that you move, neuroplasticity can change the way that you think. Because if you haven't really thought about this, you are neuroplastically hardwired to be thinking and processing the way that you're thinking and processing right now today, good or bad. So I need to point out some truths before we get in this conversation, okay? Number one is what you think about, you will become. What you think about, you will become. Second truth. Your mindset is either one of a victor or a victim. Your mindset is one of a victor or a victim. Truth number three. The ability for you to live a happy life is not avoiding stress, avoiding conflict, or avoiding struggle. It's how you deal with it. Truth four, perception is reality. And I would actually take that a step further and say your brain map or your brain patterns are your reality. 
And number five, the brain is changeable. Okay? Those are your truths. So you are what you think you will become. You're either a victor or a victim. Okay? Think about that. Your perception is your reality. The brain can change itself. So, I think I forgot one. <laughs> but anyway, so, <clears throat> here's the thing, you guys. Is that who you are right now is who you've been in the past, how you thought in the past, how you lived in the past, how you perceive the world in the past, how you think, how you perceive, and how you process the world today, and how you think, how you process, and how you are trying to perceive your world thinking about the future. Okay? So I need you to ask yourself this question. What were you, and you may not even remember this, right? What were you like? How did you think? What was the main emotion driver in your life prior to MS? Were you angry? Were you insecure? Were you, were you, were you fearful? Were you, were you ashamed? Were you aggressive? Were you passive? <clears throat> were you hiding? I want you to really take some time, <clears throat> pardon me, and think about what you were like either before MS and or what you were like in the early years after your diagnosis. If you've been diagnosed for 20, 25, 30 years, maybe you remember this, maybe you don't. Because the roots of your emotion and the brain patterns and the thinking patterns and behavior patterns and the processing patterns that you established as a child and as, a, as like a teenager are very hardwired into who you are, into your subconscious. Because here's the thing, you guys, you have over 2 billion, 2 billion signals coming into your brain every single day. 2 billion. Guess how many of those are actually surfaced to the conscious level? 2,000. So out of 2 billion neurologic inputs during the day, that could be external, meaning uh, what you see, what you hear, what you feel, what you taste, what you, say, what you, uh, what you, say, what you hear. Or they could be internal, what you feel, what your organs are doing, what you're thinking, how you're reacting. It's 2 billion. And you, you only are consciously aware of 2,000 of those. So how have they shaped you? And I encourage you to sit down and like start making a list of who you were in the past. For me, I was just thinking about this earlier today. Like My entire past was built upon the emotion of shame. I was shamed from when I was in first grade up and through seventh grade by the external world. And then I carried forth and carried on that shame by shaming myself. I was bullied as a little kid in first grade because I had glasses. I was bullied as a little kid in second through seventh grade because I was overweight. 
I hadn't grown out of my baby fat. I was a late developer. Like, I got, you guys have heard this story. Like, I got, I got emotionally assaulted every day for like, what? From the age of uh, seven through like 13. <clears throat> so six years at those prime development stages in your life, elementary school, middle school, like when your brain's forming like crazy, I was told I was fat, ugly, stupid, like not worthy of being a friend. I was called a wimp, but the, the bad word of that, I was, I was left out of things. I was, I was defriended, not on Facebook, but literally, I don't want to hang out with you. I was left out of parties. I wasn't uninvited. Even in like seventh grade when everybody was getting into asking girls out and all this, I would ask people out and I got turned down time after time after time. So lots of rejection, lots of abuse, lots of everything else. So like I started to believe that I was ugly, fat, and not worthy of being popular, being loved, like any. Even though I had a good relationship with my parents and I had an awesome home life, the external world told me that I was a piece of junk. I wasn't worthy of anything. So then I carried that shame once I was in seventh grade and I decided that I was going to start losing weight, working out, being an athlete. That's fine. I, I did that and I started crushing it and I started rocking it in school and all that. But I never truly liked who I was until I overcame my autoimmunity stuff, started, started really stepping into who I was and I can be completely honest with you guys, like the MS gym has helped me fully realize who I am. But I, I had to do a lot of work thinking about the one emotion that drove my, all the decisions that I made from now up until about six months ago, which was shame. Because I was always trying to prove something to someone because I wasn't good enough. So I need you to think about what is it that drove your past emotions? Because I'm going to be real honest with you right now. Whatever you were built like, whatever your thinking process was, whoever you were before MS, when you got diagnosed and as you started to progress, as your MS started to attack you more, you still have those emotions. You still, those were your characteristics. That's still how you dealt with stress and conflict and, and things that were not going well in your world. So the next, and the thing is, is that with, with your past, in order for you to move past your past, you need to leave your past in your past. It's totally appropriate for you to mourn your past every now and then. But if you stay mourning your past and resentful and bitter that the things that you had before MS, that MS took from you, if you're constantly thinking about those, you will, your threat bucket will constantly be full and you will not get better. What I encourage you to do is flip the tables on the lies in your head and think about the good stuff from the past. Think about the times when you're like, I really liked who I was then. I really liked myself when I was doing this. I really liked myself when I was in this friend group. I really liked myself when I was doing this or when I was thinking this or when I was around this type of person. Like instead of thinking about all the crap that MS took from you and let bitterness and resentment build up inside of you, think about your past in terms of the good memories, put those in and upload those back into your system and then let go of all the things that MS took from you because you're not gonna get them back. I'm being honest with you. Like you, you, you don't want to go back there. 
And occasionally things will pop up from your past that you will mourn, and that's okay. I still mourn the fact that I have no dad. I still mourn the fact that I don't get to hang out with him. I still mourn the fact that I made some stupid decisions in relationships and career and partnerships and stuff like that. I, 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 I think about those every now and then, but I think about why did I make those decisions? What did I like myself about those good decisions? But then they were bad decisions, so I had to let them go. Because if I let them stay on me, then that, 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 that gorilla of shame starts to get on me. And it's like, you should have done this sooner. You would have been more wealthy. You would have helped more people. You would have met Misty sooner. You would have been in better shape, blah, 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 blah. And it just destroys you. So your past and, re- and living in your past can really jack your world up. So I encourage you to store the good things, let go of the bad things, be okay mourning, but move forward. So let's talk about your present, okay? We talked about your present. Your present reality right now has been greatly shaped and influenced by your MS. The way you think, the way you move, the way you believe, the way you live your life on a daily basis, all the way down to how you get up out of your bed to how you brush your teeth, cook your, cook your meals, the basic uh, activities of survival are affected by MS. So it is it has consumed a lot of your worlds. Some of you have done a lot of work and got rid of that, and I'm not talking to you. But many, many MSers, like hundreds of thousands still, have their daily, their daily day, <laughs> their daily day, have every day their current reality affected by MS. And the thing is, it can jack your world up because you're in this, you're in this, this present state of MS. And it's like you think about all the stuff that happens in your past. Like I got diagnosed and my husband left and my kids stopped talking to me and my neurologist gave up on me and my, my physical therapist said, I can't do anything more with you. And I t- tried a trainer and they hurt me. And I tried this drug and it didn't work. And I tried this diet and it didn't work. And I tried this program and it didn't work. And there has been no resources. So why the hell should I trust Trevor? Like there's all this crap, all this this. MS history, so you got your personal history, your MS history, which comes up to right here to yesterday, and then you got today. So today has been shaped by everything before it. And then you're in this present state, and then you start thinking about tomorrow, and a week from now, month from now, year from now, 10 years from now, and you're like, what's going to happen to me? Am I going to be in assisted living? Am I going to be alone? Am I going to get another autoimmune condition? Am I going to end up like completely paralyzed? Am I going to lose my voice? Am I going to lose my bladder? Am I going to have to wear diapers? Am I'm going to have to basically live like a 95 year old when I'm 47? Like, like, so your future is jacked up as well. So you got your past playing with you. You got your future playing with you. So you truly can never be present in the moment a lot of times with MS. So today I want to encourage you the fact that like you, We've talked about this before. You need to be present today. You need to be calm today. You need to be connected today. Because if your thinking is all about what you've lost and all about what you could lose, you're never truly appreciating or focusing on the opportunity you have today to get better for tomorrow. So I want you to take some time to think about right now, today, 
What are some, what are some things that you are saying in your head to yourself on a daily basis? Are you saying, I hate my legs. I hate my body. I hate the way I look. I hate my brain. It doesn't work. I hate my neurologist because he jacked all my medication. I hate my family for leaving me. I hate the fact that I'm alone. I hate the fact that nothing works. I'm irritated because Trevor tells me to get better, but he doesn't understand really. I'm irritated because I'm just expected to feel joyful about having MS, which we've never actually said in here, but that may be the way you feel. I'm not getting better than everybody else is. So think about all those statements, how like death giving those are, destructive those are. Then think about statements like, you know what? I'm not feeling great today, but I'm proud of myself because I still exercised. Like I wasn't feeling great after that concert last night, but I still came home and did BGB and I feel really good today. You know what? Like I'm, I'm exhausted, but I kept my eating on track today instead of eating a bunch of sugar like I normally do when I'm tired. You look at your calendar today and you're like, you know what? I've literally worked out 23 days in a row. High five for me. I know my foot's not lifting real well right now, but I didn't have to wear a diaper yesterday. I didn't have to take an extra nap yesterday. I actually got up at seven o'clock in the morning, which is two hours earlier than usual. And I actually talked with a friend until 9.30 last night and I feel good today. I'm playing the piano today. I wrote one more line in my notebook today. When three months ago, I couldn't even write my name. And now I wrote a whole page. I wrote one more line on my page today. My hand is working better. Look at your thought life today. And like I've talked about, are they bringing words of life? Are your thoughts and the conversations inside your head bringing life? Or are they bringing death? Are they pushing you ahead with encouragement? Or are they dragging you back with discouragement? If you heard someone say to you what you're saying to yourself, would you be like, dude, thank you so much. Like that really makes me feel good. Come inside, man. Let's have a cup of coffee and just chill. Or would you be like, bah, I can't believe you just said that to me. Screw you. If your conversations in your head, if somebody else said that to you and you want to just like pop them in the face, you are your own worst enemy. But if the conversations in your head are something that you're bringing in and you're like, oh, man, thank you. Thank you. I just needed to hear that today. I've, I've been struggling and it was just, I just needed to hear I'm doing okay today. That's what you need to focus on. That's what you need to focus on. So you need to stay calm enough to actually quiet your brain so that all that noise from the past and noise from the future is turned way down so that your brain can empty your threat bucket enough to focus on the things that are going well in your life. The things that are moving better in your body. The people that are surrounding you that are supportive, encouragement, and loving instead of the people that left you, rejected you, and said you're not good enough. But if you're, if you're so keyed up with negativity and thinking about all the things that have been taken from you that you don't have or that you're not going to have, you will never be able to see the things that are in front of you that are good. 
So pay attention. You need to stay calm. You need to stay present on today and do the best you can do today and make it an all or something day because you never know because today's work may, be, may lead to a breakthrough tomorrow or a breakthrough on Friday or a breakthrough in two weeks. But the only way that you guarantee that you won't get better is if you stop. And you need to stay connected. The, the, the worst thing that you could possibly do as an MS or is isolate yourself. Withdrawing, not participating, trying to do this on your own, trying to figure this out on your own, trying to battle this on your own, you won't win. It's too much. You've got to have other people, but like next to you, beside you, underneath you, above you, to lift you up and carry you forward. So focus on your thoughts today. What are the conversations going down, going in your thought? What, what are the conversations going on in your head today? Write them down. Are they good? Are they bad? What do you wake up thinking about? What do you say to yourself throughout the day? What do you go to, your, your, what do you go to bed thinking about? And then the third thing is your future. I'm going to tell you straight up. I did not create the MS gym to come in here and serve any purpose for myself besides helping you out. I'm not going to say it was an unselfish act because I'm here doing what I do and what I've committed my life to do in serving people, but this is a business and it's providing for my family and giving us resources to pour back in to grow this place so we can find more MSers. Yes, that is why I'm here. To live out my calling, to provide for my family, to serve you guys, and to find more MSers to help. That is why I'm here. So let's get that clear. But what I'm not here to do is feed you a bunch of hope and feed you a bunch of words and feed you a bunch of scripted crap that is just going to make you feel worse because you can't ever get there because I'm telling you that you should be here and you can do this and I'm, and I'm giving you all these false like, that a boy, you can do it, come on, and giving you all these fake motivation things telling you that you need to use this system and you're going to get better and if you're not getting better then you're not using the system right. Whilst it is important to follow the program, the thing is, I'm going to tell you straight up, you will have hard days. MS is freaking tough and it sucks. There is no quick fix for MS. It is an up every day effort that you must put in to change the way that your brain is processing both your thoughts, your words, and your movement in order to heal. Period. But when I look at the future, you guys, I am not here to give you false hope. I am not here to provide you with a bunch of false claims. I am not here to, to, to inflate numbers or give you vanity metrics or tell you that you should be somewhere else because all that's going to do is lie to you, break you down, and give you false hope that at the end of the day when you find out it's not true will crush you. That is the cruelest thing I could ever do to you is provide you with false hope just to advance my agenda. MS does that on its own. I saw a post today. I got an email that came through. And it was, some of you might be on this site. It was 17 photos that we wish our physicians would see. And it's on this website for people that have chronic pain, neurologic conditions, and a bunch of really bad stuff. And honestly, you guys, after yesterday, I was feeling really disconnected with myself, 
really disconnected with my vision, really disconnected with, with the MS gym, not because of anything you guys did, just, you know, I was just disconnected with myself, with my spirit. Like I was just, I was in a bad place yesterday. But I got this email today, right as I got done working out, and I sat in the parking lot of 24 Hour Fitness bawling because there were 17 pictures that shows people in pain with medications on their bedside. And they're, they're laying in, a, in their bed in a dark room with blankets on with like no hope. And there's these side selfies of people just laying like this being like, well, I'm alive. And there's these pictures of people just like, like, like their cat is laying on their chest and they're like, at least somebody knows where I hurt. She, whatever her cat's name was, always knows where I hurt. She's the only one. I'm so alone. And like, oh, it broke me, but it fired me up at the same time that these 17 people, and then they post some of the, pardon my mouth, I'm just going to say it, some of the bullshit negligent answers that they've gotten from their medical, I don't ever cuss, so that's how fired up I am, from their medical community, basically like discounting their pain, discounting their progression, discounting what they, like they're coming in, wanting to not take medications, and they're basically like, I can't work with you anymore because you're not going to take meds, so I don't know what to do with you. You're choosing to walk out of this office and all this kind of stuff. And it just, it broke my heart. And yet it fired me up at the same time. Like, these people need what we're doing. So here's the thing, you guys. Like, you have an opportunity today. If you're already doing like the membership program stuff, that's cool. If you're doing the free guides, that's cool. If you just joined and you're just checking out the free group to figure out what the heck is going on, that's cool too. But I need to let you know that you have an opportunity to literally design tomorrow on if you start moving today, if you commit to this today. Not financially or anything else, but like literally just, just do something, start something because you gotta move you got to improve your movement, you got to improve your mindset, and you've got to find people that understand you and support you, or you will not make it. I'm telling you, I've been doing this for 20 stinking years. I'll say 20 awesome years, how about that? 20 awesome years. And I have found that the MSers that are most successful are the ones that take responsibility for the opportunity to heal. They take responsibility and say the buck stops here with me. They take responsibility and decide in their heart that I am going to design my future. They take responsibility and they stop asking why me and they start asking or they start saying why not me? Why can't I be a success story? Why can't I be a hero? Why can't I be an inspiration? Why can't I get better and then teach others? Why can't I be a victory story in the MS gym? Why can't I be on one of those emails? Why can't I be the MS gymmer of the day or the month? Those are the people who are most successful. And I'm telling you right now, they are not the people that you think would be the most successful. They are the ones typically that are the worst off, alone, rejected, and just plain old, I have nothing left. The ones that struggle the most are the ones that can't get out of their own way, think they know better, try to like piecemeal together a program and pick apart the things that they, they that feel good to them, but not actually commit to the program. And then they wonder why they're not getting better. Well, you haven't dealt with your head trash, straight up.
You're just expecting that you start a program and you get better. You're expecting that you sign up and you're like, okay, I paid my membership. You get me better in a month, man, otherwise you don't work. This doesn't work. If I'm not better in a month, it's your fault. Not mine. The ones that succeed are the ones that come in and they're like, you know what? I've had this for 15 years, 20 years. I'm in it. I don't care how long this is going to take. I know I have some bad days. I know I'm going to have some awesome days. I'm going to pour in and get like, I'm going to jump into this community. I'm going to trust you, coach. And I'm going to believe in myself because I'm worth healing. I'm worth it. Those are the ones that have a future. So in conclusion, you guys, like what we're going to do moving forward, I'm like super sweaty. <laughs> I'm all fired up. So what we're going to do moving forward is I want to break down your emotions. I want to break down and free you and discuss some of the things that people don't want to discuss. I want to get vulnerable with you. I told you what I suffer with. Shame. That feeling of I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy to lead you. I don't have enough knowledge to figure this out. Like, that's my... That's my dark spot, is shame. So what I would like you to do in the comment section below, and this is going to help shape all the Motivation Mondays through the, edge, through the end of the year. I want you for this week, and it will change on a daily basis. I want you, or on a weekly basis, sorry, based on what the topic is in Motivation Monday. I want you to go into comments, and I want you to put the emotion that you struggle with the most, whether it's anger, frustration, worthlessness, fear, anxiety, depression, <clears throat> unforgiveness, bitterness. And I know this is kind of a dark topic, but I trust me, I'm going to do something cool with this. But I, I want to uncover all the crap first and identify what our opponent looks like so we know how to attack and we know how to fight and we know how to address the things that may be holding you back that you don't even know that you're still holding on to. So in the comment section, I want you to put the emotion that you struggle with the most on a daily basis. What drives the conversations that you wish you were not having with yourself? I know it's going to be tough. I know it's a moment of vulnerability, but we're family. And I can only help you if I know what you're struggling with. So that's what I want to move forward and talk about. So based on the comments that come in, it's going to shape what we talk about, again, till the end of the year. And there's going to be a really cool opportunity for some of you to show how you've transformed. So I hope this made sense today, you guys. This is a pretty cool launching off spot. You really need to think about who you were before MS or in the early days of MS. You really need to think about how MS has shaped you into the person that you are today, the way that you think, the way that you act, the way that you relate, the way that you speak to yourself and other people. And then you really need to think about how MS has, not by any fault of your own, Maybe, maybe not. I guess everything's a choice. But because of the influences around you, both intrinsically and extrinsically, 
How has that shaped how you view your future? So any of those emotions from anywhere in that spectrum, choose it. Let me know what you're struggling with. And we, as a family and as a team, will address these darkness, address these demons head on, and we will take them down. I want to walk this out with you guys. I want to find out what is driving your threat bucket to fill up. Because once we can identify those main things that fill your threat bucket, and we can remove those, or you can manage those, or you can identify them and know how to attack them, you will heal faster. It is a neurological fact that when you deal with negative emotions and you manage them better and you maybe change the perception of them or you deal with them or you reject them altogether, physically your threat is lowered so movement is enhanced. This is where we're taking the MS gym. This is where we're popping this up. You will be getting way more exercises coming out in the next six weeks but we got to work on the mindset too. So I love you guys. I'm excited. I'm excited to see all the comments. I will review them throughout the week. I'm going to start taking notes and figuring out what I need to do. And then every Monday, we're going to attack or we're going to celebrate. They don't always have to be negative. But today, I want them to be the ones that you struggle with. And you will have an opportunity down the road to tell me the ones that you're proud of and that you are living by and are more positive. But dig deep. And if you feel like you've accomplished something and you've overcome something, tell us about it. Tell us what you, what, what you did, what you did have, what you did struggle with. And then later on, you'll have an opportunity to share how you overcame it. So I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being patient with me. While I had a mindset victory today of my own, and I got to celebrate that with my amazingly beautiful, awesome best friend and bride. So I'll talk to you guys later. Have an awesome day. I love you.